Welcome to a brand new episode of Half the Battle. I'm your host as always, Daniel Levy. Today's episode is brought to you by BestFivePicks.com. Go to BestFivePicks.com, type your email in that top right corner, and get the best five picks and podcast delivered to your inbox every single fight week. Joining me on this very special edition of Half the Battle is the first Ecuadorian fighter in UFC history. I'm talking about UFC bantamweight Marlon Chito Vera. Marlon, Benvenidos at Half the Battle, my man. Hey, thank you, brother, for the opportunity to share our experience here, and I'm glad to be here with you. Yeah, man, I'm glad to have you on. So, you know, obviously you are the first Ecuadorian, not just to fight in the UFC, but to win in the UFC. So just tell me what that means to you to hold that flag over your shoulders. Tell me about that pride you feel. So this is this is something really big to me, you know, being in the UFC, fighting with the best in the world. This is a dream I was trying to catch a couple years ago. I, I was fighting for being the UFC since my first fight. This is a dream come true, so I'm living the dream, bro. I'm happy to be here, and and I can't wait to be back in the octagon. Yeah, Marlon, and what was it like growing up in Ecuador? So people here, it, it, this is like a new, new sport here in the country, so people are like, are getting more like, they're, they're paying more attention now with me, but we are we are really it's really poor the sport here. So there there is not shows here. There is no MMA fires a lot here. So it's hard because the 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 brands do not sponsor people who fight. Uh, people don't take much care of this. So but like all like like everything, no. You start since from the from the bottom to the top. I have to clean, I'm clean, bro, and keep winning. I'm training hard for my next fight. I don't know where it's going to be, but I'm going to be ready to go. Absolutely. So, you know, you talk about how in Ecuador, MMA isn't as popular as it is here in the United States, but you plan to be the first man to bring it over there, and eventually, when the UFC goes to Ecuador, you're going to be in the main event, right? For sure. I, 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 will, I, I will change the history of of the sport here because everybody it's around soccer and jiu-jitsu so i will change this and the the only the and the only thing that i have to do is win and keep winning fights so people are going to pay more attention to the sport and to the ufc for sure man and i know for a fact that before you became a professional fighter you probably got into a couple street fights in ecuador so just tell me an exclusive street fight story from marlon chito vera right here right now live on half the battle yes, it took a lot of fights in the street so out of the clubs in the school so i was i, I, I was taking the wrong way of my life you know like drinking or party every weekend so i was taking the the wrong way but the since the first day i i started to 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 do jiu-jitsu or mma my life changed in completely you know i i started to to eat clean to have a diet to train but before mma i was a street fighter i was a the guy who always was in trouble in the school they say please. They call my mom and they and they say like we don't we don't want to have your kid. He he's a troublemaker, so change to another school because he's too bad here. So that 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 was what, like my reality before MMA. 
And, you know, before MMA, when you did do those street fights at school, did you win most of them by knockout or submission? <laughs> I lost the most of them, you know. I was like, oh, you want to fight? Okay, let's do it. But I, I, I lost the most of them. I, I was bad, you know. I was just throwing punches like crazy, but I, I was not a good fighter before MMA. Yeah. And how old were you when you decided to train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I, I was like 16 years old and my pro debut was one year after I started training when I was 17. Okay, man. And what was that experience like? Because, I mean, 16, 17 years old, that's so young. So, I mean, in the United States, in the United States, you can't even fight until you're 18. So what was it like having your first pro fight at 17 years old? That was crazy because I, I was only one year of training and so uh, I called me and he asked me like, hey, you want to fight? I was like, like where, in the streets or what? No, in a, in a pro MMA show with a, against a guy like you that he have uh, like one year of training. I said like, okay, two amateurs, we can do it. And the day of the, 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 the show... I was like looking for my opponent, like who's my opponent? In, in that time, it was no wait ins, just go and fight. So I was like, where's my opponent? And and, and and the promoter told me like, oh, your your fighter is not here, but I got a new opponent for you. And I asked like, who's this guy? And he told me, it's okay, he's just a kickboxing world champion. And I was like, world what? And he was a kickboxing champion. He was a karate black belt. I was like, really? Don't do that to a jiu-jitsu blue belt. I was like, just close my eyes and put him down and I go for the armbar. So that was crazy. I won. Yes, I won by armbar, but I was scared because that guy was a... He, he had a big name back in the days in the stand-up fight, you know. That was crazy. Yeah, man. And were you guys even in the same weight class? No, I was like... 63 kilos and he was like 75, 74. <laughs> I was like, I'm a kid. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I just take the fight. And I, 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 that was really fun, you know? Yeah, man. Props to you, you know, for having the cojones to step up to the plate and fight that guy. So I got to know, they call you Chito Vera. How did you get the name Chito. Uh, Chito is not like a fight, like a fight nickname, you know. My family called me Chito since I was a kid, so I have the the nickname. I born with a nickname, I think so. Yeah, but wh what does it mean? Is it just uh, an endearing name? Is it just a way to say I love you? What, oh, what does it mean? It's a diminutive of my second name, you know. My second name is Andres, so when you're a little boy, you say like Andresito. And uh, I, I used to say Andre Chito, so people tell me Chito, you know. It's a sweet nickname. It's not like a fighter one, like Terminator or a killer or something. Or some of those bullshit that people used to know. <laughs> in the so Andre Chito, that's how you got yeah, it, okay? Something like that, yeah. Hey, well, everyone just heard that firsthand right here, right now, live on Half the Battle. Now, obviously, most people know you because you're on... Tough Latino America with uh, Cain Velasquez and Fabrizio Werdum. And uh, Werdum was your coach on that season, correct? Yes, Werdum is a really nice guy. I, I, I love this guy because he helped me a lot back in the show. Uh, he was like er, er, saving a lot of advices and 
he he goes really good with me, so I'm like his little boy back in the show. I was the youngest too. And did you get to work with uh, Master Rafael Cordero? Yes, he he went to teach some classes to us, and he's really good. You know? He's a legend in the sport, so he helped us a lot too. Yes. What was it? Can you tell us what it was like working with Master Hafa? Because we see him producing champions like Fabricio Werdum, Rafael Dos Anjos, good fighters like Benil Dariush, and you got to work with him. So tell us what it was like. So he was like, he 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 goes for my fight. So like three days before my fight, he was like, "Okay, Chito, you have to do sparring today." I was like, "Sparring? I have a fight in three days." Isn't it? Just do what I'm saying. Everything is going to to go well. I'm like, okay, let's do sparring. Boom, boom. We, we were really hard like three days before, but but you know, in the show, you you can teach you, you a lot because you're, you you go to the show to the show to fight. Not you you can learn that much because there's not the big time with the coaches. But I spent a really good time with Verdun, with Rafael with Michael Costas from Vegas and Victor Davila from 10 Planet. They are really good friends, so we spend a really good time with these guys. Yeah, and on the show, obviously everyone knows that you knocked out Henry Briones with that upkick. This is a guy that fought Cody Garbrandt, and Cody couldn't knock him out, and you knocked him out. So just tell us, what was that moment like for you, Marlon? You know, I lost the first round. And I, I think I, I, I was winning the second round, but you know, with Mexicans in for the ultimate fire, like that was for Mexico for the final in Mexico. So there was like Berdun told me, if you lost, if if you go to the second round, you're going to lose by decision. I was like, shit, I need to do something with this guy. And he was co- coming forward. I was throwing big kicks to the head. So he put me down. And Berdun told me like, hey, only two minutes left. And he made the mistake. He stand up, and I, I put the up kick in the face. So he goes down. Yeah, it was amazing. It, it reminded me of a uh, Musasi versus Jacare. Jacare Sosa back in Pride, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was, that was a good one. It was incredible, man. So you actually made it to the finale, but you were unable to fight because you had a, some kind of was it a skin condition? Yes, I get some herpes, and I was really bad. So. I was I was really mad because I tell the doctors and then why like I don't care what I have I will fight like this, but the, the doctors say like if I could the way I could die so Dan and say like no you you're not going to be able to fight, and and then they send me to the finale they give me a fight but the things go not my way so I was really upset for that. So you were supposed to fight Alejandro Perez right? Yes. That was supposed to be my semi-final. Uh, I was really sure I was able to beat that guy. You know, I've, I've, I've fought the, the best of the team and I knocked up the best in that team. So, their fight, you know, easy money. Yeah, so do you think you would have knocked out Perez or submit him or what? I, I, I was, I, I, the, the strategy was to put him down, so... I can finish him in the ground, but you know, you never know what's happening in the fight. I, I was ready to go on and just fight and get the win. Right. So after Tough Latino America, you go to the United States and you train with Greg Jackson? 
Ah, uh, no. I I went to train back there after my the show after the Ultimate Fighter. So I I trained like three months and I prepared for my first UFC fight in Mexico. And after that, I came to Ecuador and I stay here. So my last fight against Roman Salazar in UFC Nashville, I stay here in Ecuador doing my camp. Well, you actually looked very good against Marco Beltran. I thought you won that fight. Many people thought you won that fight. Did you think you won that fight? I won the fight. But, you know, we, we, can, we can cry and just remember about what happened in the past, but I beat him the three rounds. So when people say something about that shit, it's like, go and found the fight. I beat him. And the most... And you know that that's those decisions are not good for the sport because you could the, the, the you could like the career of the person because I was making my UFC debut with 21 years old and the judges make that what fight they see for a reason I just said to the judges like please be more professional or take a, a or or learn about the rules of the sport of the points he he, he don't beat me in any way of the fight so I get I get, I get mad when I remember that that was that was bullshit they shit on me and I was like just let me know what part of the fight I lost because I beat the, I beat the shit out of that guy I, uh, I agree yeah. man and I was very surprised when they read his name you know to announce the winner I could not believe it at all but just backtracking a little bit you told me about how you trained with Greg Jackson so did you get to train with guys like John Jones, Carlos Condit, you know, uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Just tell me about that experience, Marlon. Yeah, that, that was a really good experience, you know. Jones is a really nice guy. He always was, like, talking with me, take me out to eat and give me some advice to me. So, in personal, for me, he's a really nice guy. I love the guy because he, he pay attention to the people. In my case, he pay attention to me. He was like, hey, you want to go and hang out with me? You want to eat? Come and eat with me. So he was taking care of me. Uh, with, with, with Carlos Condit, he's a really nice guy too. He, he's like, he's a gentleman. He's always paying attention to people and talk with people. And if you say something to him, he's going to say something to you. So it's not like I'm one of the best in the world. I don't talk with you. No, not like that. And Cowboy? We used to make some sparring, um, and that guy is, is a beast. He put his big knees on the on the chest, and he put me down like ten times. But you know, that's that that's the beautiful of this sport. You train with the best in the world, so you you in, in my mind, I was like, someday I will be like these guys, and that that's what I'm waiting for. I'm working for that. So you trained with Master Rafael on Tough. And then you train with Cowboy Cerrone at Greg Jackson's. So I got to ask you, Marlon, who do you think is going to win between Cowboy Cerrone and Rafael Dos Anjos? You know, Cowboy is like, he's a friend of mine, and I, I, like, I like really a lot of him. So he's going to take the belt. You know, for me, Cowboy is one of the best in the world, and he's in his moment right now. So he's going to get that belt, and there's not going to be another champion, you know. He's the one. I think he's the one who's going to take that. Not this time for Rafael. So one more thing about training with John Jones. You know, 
Obviously, you said he's a great guy. I've met him before. I think he's a great guy. But a lot of people, they have the wrong idea about John Jones because they don't really know the guy. So just talk to us a little bit more about what he's done for you and training with him because he really seems like a great role model. But to the people that don't know him, he might not. But to me, he seems like a great guy. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of haters back there. I have some. He's the best in the world, so he have he's going to have a lot of people like that with with envy, you know, and people that like like try to do something, and when you don't when you can't do it, you don't like with someone can do it, you know. So people can 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 say whatever they they they, they can say, but he's still winning fight. He's still. Being the best in the world, so this secret mayor is going to lose again. So for that reason, he take vacations because he knows that the king is coming. So he's a scary thing. So, but for the people who who talk shit about him, he's a really nice dude. Um, he's a good guy, a, 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 a nice a nice partner. He helped everybody in the gym when he gets some gear, extra gear, he came to the gym and said like, this is all for you guys, new shirts, new shorts, pants, a lot of, a lot of things, so, for me, I, I know really close him, he's a really nice dude, so, whatever people say, fuck those people, though. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man, fuck those people indeed, and, you know, I want to talk about one more of your castmates on Tough Latino America, and that's Yair Rodriguez, you know, this is a kid that he always showed a lot of potential, but now he's really taking off. He's getting some very nice wins. And you two have trained together at Greg Jackson, right? Yes, I, I was training there with him. I, I I just met him like six months because he was almost a year already in, in Greg Jackson's training. But I met him. I met a lot, a lot of nice, good, like five guys from the show. We was living in Greg Jackson's gym, so... I, I know really well those guys. They're a cool dudes. Um, we're not like best friends, but those Mexicans were, were nice. Yeah, man, and he's a very good fighter. I'm excited to see what he does next. But as far as you're concerned, after you fought Marco Beltran, then you get the call to fight Roman Salazar in Nashville. And Roman Salazar, he's a state champion wrestler. He trains with Henry Cejudo. He trains with Anthony Burchek. And he was favored to beat you in Nashville. But then you go out there and you submit him with a very nice triangle choke. So just tell me, Marlon, what was that experience fighting at yeah. UFC Nashville like? I, I, I was really upset about my debut. So I was between the the sword and the wall, you know, it was if if, if I lost that fight, that, that that was my my end in the UFC. I think so. Um, that was my life uh, clean uh, in the line. So I was like, this guy is not going to beat me. I don't know what he trained. I don't know who with with who he trained. I just go there and beat him. And my 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 coach from Ecuador, Frank Vidal. He make a really good job with me because he make me a really nice strategy and in the stand up and in the ground. So you know, my coach told me if he, if that guy put you down, submit him. Or if he was refusing to fight a stand up when he feel the the powerful kicks, you know, and he was like refusing to fight. And my coach told me like this guy 
I don't want to fight. And in the first round, he told me like, be careful, don't get tired because this guy is going to pressure in the in the cage. So he told me like, take a minute, control him. Oh, I finish him. But that was because I I'm a hard worker, but I have a really good people in my bag like my master Frank Vidal and really good night. And really nice partners here in Ecuador. I don't have a big team, but I have really good people with me. For sure, man. And you know, it's cool because in the Marco Beltran fight, you really showed off your stand-up. Your kicks looked incredible. But in the Roman Salazar fight, you submitted him off, off your back. And also in the Briones fight, you knocked him out off your back. So you're basically dangerous everywhere. Where do you like to fight the most? On the feet or on the ground? I like both. For that reason, that the for that reason our team name is 50-50. You know, we are not Ryan Hall students, but 50-50 means that we fight the stand up and in the ground. So, for that reason, when John and Nick was in doing me the interview in the post fight, I was like, if you put me down, I will finish you. If you fight with me in the stand up, I will knock it out. You, you know. I train for big people. I don't like the board fights. I don't like to 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 go to live in the judges' hands my life because I already I already was a victim of that shit. You know, I won the fight and they give the fight to another guy. So for a reason, I train to be to to finish people. You know, it's the only way win faster. You know. For a reason, I call those guys out. You was needing the fight? I fight with you. Go ahead. Let's do it. But, you know, the UFC don't make the fight, so I have to wake. Yeah, man. And, you know, I got to ask you about Nashville a little bit because I assume that was your first time in Nashville. Did you get to visit the uh, the town at all, the city? Because it's a very nice place. Yes, it's a really nice place. I, I, I walk around to take some food, to, to take some waters or whatever for... For recovering my body, but I don't I don't spend that much time. I, I was just trying to sleep to make the weight cut. But in the, in the in the place that I was looking, there was a really beautiful city, Nashville. It's really nice. Yeah. So Marlon, you told me earlier on the show that you don't drink, you don't party. Just tell me about that decision and how that came to be. No, my life is like is like this. I train every day and I spend every part of time with my family, with my wife, with my kids. I have two beautiful sons, two beautiful kids, one son and one daughter. So I, I like to spend time with, with these people because I don't I don't go party, I don't drink, I don't smoke. So I try to, to go for in the, the right way and someday and someday be the champion of the, the, the champion of my division, you know. For sure, man. And how old are your kids? Because obviously you fight for them. I have uh, my daughter is four years old, and the the youngest one he's seven months. This month is a good time. Does uh your daughter understand what you do yet? Like yeah, she's understand when I tell her like do what that is doing, and she starts to throw some punches. But I think she needs a more a couple years more to. To really know what that is, do exactly for life, you know, like to fight for for money and those things. But she's going to like it. I, I'm pretty sure of that. 
for sure. And obviously your son's only seven months old, so he's a little young. But, I mean, do you see any potential of him being a future fighter? Yes, he has in the blood that, you know, he's a fighter. He's born being a fighter. I don't know why, but I'm born being a fighter, too. I like to fight since I was a kid. So I hope the same for him, fighting in the school, fighting in the street. So he can get the, the right way like daddy. For sure. And who do you want to fight next, Marlon? You know, you, you already know that. I, I call Ahamin Starling for fight, but he, he's already booked against a Brazilian. I don't know who's that guy in Orlando. And Cody Garbrandt, he was looking for a fight. I call him too, but I don't know if those those guys don't want to fight me or what. But I need a fight, so I don't know who's who's like looking for a fight too. But I will fight anybody. I don't care because I know and I feel I'm ready to go. I don't I don't care if a top ten, a top fifteen, or just a guy like me without the top. But I will do the fight against anybody. I don't care. For sure, and sure. have you and your team reached out to Sean Shelby and the UFC and let them know that, hey, Marlon Chito Vera is ready to fight? Yes, I have a manager, Jason House, from Eating Journal Sports, so he's looking to fight for me, but, you know, it's, it's not that easy to get a fight because there's a lot of fighters in the rooster, but I don't care about that. I just care about my career and about me, and I want to fight the sooner as possible, you know. For sure, man. And we want to see you fight as soon as possible. So, you know, obviously you don't have a fight booked yet, but what's next for Marlon Chito Vera? Like right now, I, I, I will keep my, my training as always, training hard, waiting for a fight, being intelligent in my trainings, not getting injuries. Um, I, I, I will compete in an every five, the Eddie Bravo tournament in December. But if I get a fight, I will turn down of that and I will train for the fight. But if I don't get a fight till December, I will go to Los Angeles to compete and finish some people in that only black belt. Um, try to get that wins. But, you know, it's not the same get a fight or get a jiu-jitsu tournament, you know, because I like to make a camp for a fight. It's more interesting and more fun. You ask me, like, go for jiu-jitsu, it's like, you know, it's just GG too. I want to punch people in the face and get some money. For sure. Yeah, and uh, when you do get your next fight booked, are you going to stay at 50-50 or are you going to go back to Jackson's? Uh, I, I will stay here. Maybe if, 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 if we make a move, it's just for a few weeks to get some sparrings and just to to put more training in the camp, but... I will make it here in Ecuador. I like to be here with my family, my parents, my wife, my kids. You know, my team from always. I feel good here. Is the, I like the food from here. You know, the only the the, the most I miss from you need say is chipotle. I need some chipotle, but you know we don't have chipotle here in Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you actually like chipotle, huh? I love that shit, bro. It's really nice. <laughs> it was like it was once or two times per week go to eat with my partners from Jackson's. It was like, let's go for one chipotle. I need one chipotle. <laughs> That's funny, man. 
So uh, when you walk on the streets of Ecuador, you know, do you get recognized more now? Do people know who Marlon Chito Vera is more than they did before you went on Tough Latino America? Yes, for sure. After my last fight, everybody knows, like, I am the guy who is in the UFC doing the good the good shit and putting the show for people. Um, people like it here a lot because people like fights here in Ecuador, but the sport is not, like, really big here. But after my last fight, everybody knows who I am and what I'm doing for. For sure. So, Marlon. You're the first Ecuadorian to fight inside the octagon. You're the first Ecuadorian to win inside the octagon. Are you going to be the first Ecuadorian champion inside the octagon? I will be for sure. I'm training for that. I'm just 20, 22 years old. I'm young. I'm hungry. And I, I, and I will work for that. I will, build, I will build my career the best I can. And I will be the first guy from here to get that belt. You know, I'm the, I'm a champion in in a small promotions in back in Mexico, and you know if you see my career, I just have two losses by decision. The first loss of my career, I lost that fight by decision, but the second time I lost, I don't lose that fight. So I'm I'm a winner inside of me. I know I trained for that, and I will get that that shit someday, and I will be the champion. Well, Marlon, we cannot wait to see what happens next with you. And, you know, just go ahead, thank anyone you want to thank, plug anything you want to plug. The floor is yours, my friend. Okay, I also say thanks to you for the interview, for let people know about me. Um, people who want to know about me, go and follow me on Instagram and Twitter as Chito Vera UFC. Uh, thanks to my manager to for for get a good, great fight for me and and go ahead and pick one fight for me, you know. And to the people who follow me, who like my career, I wanna thanks to those people who who always be sharing for me, you know, and all that. For sure. And Marlon, like I said, man, we cannot wait to have you back, you know inside the octagon and i also can't wait to have you back on my show half the battle because we're gonna announce it right now we're gonna be doing another interview in espanol in the coming weeks for all the latino fans out there so yeah just g- g- give a message to the latinos real quick bueno darle a los latinos a la gente de habla hispana vamos a estar en house battle dando una entrevista en español a las personas que que conocen más sobre mi carrera los latinos para que estén al tanto de lo que de lo que está pasando en mi carrera y darles las gracias por seguirme y por apoyarme siempre. For sure. And one more thing, give a message to all the UFC bantamweights out there that are avoiding fights with Marlon Chito Vera. That I'm coming and I don't care who step in front of me, I will finish anybody. So don't take the fight with me. <laughs> I'm the wrong guy. Right now I'm the wrong guy. So. I'm training for it, and I can't wait to fight again. So please, Dan, give me a fight. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. He says don't take a fight with him, but I beg you, please take a fight with him because we want to see Marlon Chito Vera back in the octagon as soon as possible. Now, I want to thank all the fans that listen to this, that watch this. You know, obviously, you subscribe to SoundCloud.com slash BestFightPicks. You go to YouTube, find that Best Fight Picks channel, and you'll find all the Half the Battle episodes there. Got a lot of cool things coming up. Got an interview with Benil Dariush, a top 10 UFC lightweight coming up, and obviously... 
my man Marlon Chito Vera is going to come back on half the battle in Espanol. So thank you guys very much. Enjoy the fight and have a great day.